and welcome to the Two Cents podcast where we try to make sense of millennial money. I'm Charlotte. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Alice. And we present children's television. (laughs) (laughs) Hello! I think we should look into that as a career option. Definitely. This doesn't work out. All those uh, talent scouts listening in. (laughs) Anyway, this week we're going on a summer holiday. Becca's already topless sunbathing. Alice is floating out to sea on a... Flamingo inflatable ring. Yeah, we are both drinking rose. Right and I'm now. nine pina coladas down. <laughs> we're in the we spirit. Like? We've all got sunglasses on. We're not. We're, <laughs> we're, we're in East London in a flat and it's dark outside and it rained earlier. Um, the rose was 5 99 and not that good. But at the end of this podcast, we will be able to go on holiday because we're going to have shared some great money saving tips to get you to go on your dream holiday or maybe just a holiday or like a weekend in Skegness if you, you know, can't afford anything else. Just get away. Let's, okay, before we get into our, you know, before we get on our plane and fly off to our dream location, uh, last time we met we set ourselves a little challenge of saving just £25 because we thought that over, you know, a period of weeks if we were able to consistently save that much money we could save a few hundred quid which would be very nice and would pay for a holiday. Mm-hmm. So, Alice, how did you get on with... Remind us what you were going to give up to save £25. I was going to give up Pret-a-Manger. 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 You may not know this little restaurant. Uh... It's a little French chain. <laughs> <laughs> Just off the beaten track in, yeah. in London. Just, uh... Sometimes you stumble across one, it's, you know... <laughs> Magical. But Alice just can't stop going there. So. I just cannot stop. Um, was it just the croissant you were going to give up, or was it coffee, or was it the whole? It was the whole just, thing because just prep. The, the habit started with where I do early shifts for my job, where I get in um, probably about six forty-five, and the route from the station to the office involves crossing this road, which is definitely the coldest part of Victoria. This <laughs> junction is so cold. I think it's because there's new buildings there and they've like funneled sort the of emotionally wind. cold or emotionally oh no, no cold. physically. Oh there's that clock there as well that's called Little Ben. I know Little Ben. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of it's kind of cute, <laughs> but it's kind of depressing because real big Ben is covered in scaffolding right now so you can't oh. even see it. Um so and it's often dark when I arrive and all I can see is the lights of this pret calling <laughs> to me and I know that I have like a, a cereal bar in my bag and some really awful instant coffee at the office. I mean this is a metaphor for millennial life right here. Yeah, really but I'm is. just like looking at it like well, I'll just get a croissant then and then while I'm getting the croissant I'm like the filter coffee that's cheap but I haven't brought my reusable cup because it's an unplanned prep visit so you know uh didn't bring protection and (laughs) and, uh so you know that's immediately what's that that's about two pounds seventy yeah which is not a lot but then I do that every morning yeah and then if I've gone out the evening before um any day that I'm working I probably haven't made lunch for the next day, so it's got to be prep. And when I say prep, I'm, all, I'm kind of using a metaphorical prep as well. <laughs> the prep in your heart. Prep includes Leon, mm. Eat, Benugo. Do you have Benugo? Benugo. That's a good one. Don't actually go there very often. Okay, I know one. you've got one you, I've near got one. you. And we get Pure? a discount. Yeah, I know. Because I got to use that when I was an intern there. Yeah. And I was always like, I could just come back to this Benugo and say, 
Can I have a discount, please? Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, they never they ask to see know. your card. You no. just say I've got a discount. They just wouldn't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, but um, so it's been more than a week since we met, and the first few days just did not go very well because I did stuff like going out to a pub quiz one evening where I had a burger for dinner, so then I didn't make extra dinner for lunch the next day because obviously I mm. didn't cook at home. Um, and you didn't have the foresight to save six chips and yeah, exactly. <laughs> a mouthful of could have done because I just did not need that Don't much. do that. And cold chips are never worth it. No, that's true. Um, and so... But this week I've been on the early shift and I planned all my meals in advance on Sunday mm-hmm. and I did something I've never done before. I cut up everything that I thought I would need to be chopped on Sunday. Right. You meal prepped. I actually meal prepped Whoa, no. the first time in my life. Oh my god, fit fan. So I... Hashtag fitspo. <laughs> Hashtag strong not skinny. Yeah. Hashtag protein balls or whatever. I don't know. Um, So I cut up some spring onions, some onions, some garlic and some... Garlic even? Yeah. God, you're dedicated. Um, Because it was was mostly to save on washing up, actually, because I figured, like, if I just use this chopping board once now, then I don't have to wash it up every night of the week. You are something else. Genius. So So did you save the money? (laughs) For God's sake. I I haven't... My name is Alice. I'm a pretaholic, <laughs> and I haven't been to prep for seven days. Whoa! I think that is well done, Alice. Something else. We're seven working days, or what's seven? Is this seven actual days? Good God! Okay. Wait. No, my mum wanted to go to prep when I was with her on Saturday. Six days. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's an enabler. <laughs> well, it's actually, I was going to say they don't have one in Winchester, but. They do now, so I don't know what the novelty was really, but <laughs> there you go. Okay, so so you saved. I would say that some money. If I actually bought either breakfast or lunch at prep, I, on average, I would spend between four and five pounds a day at prep. So I'd say you push. I probably about... paid, uh, you know, saved about twenty five pounds after a rocky start. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you, you. Becca. Made it. So my thing. Um, was booze, she says, sitting on a cool <laughs> yes, glass of rosé. You were going teetotal, if <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Forever and ever, yeah. No, I said I wouldn't um, drink for a week um, after we recorded to see if I could save the £25. And then that night, I went to the pub with my boyfriend to play Scrabble, and I forgot. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I had two half pints, which isn't oh, that bad. Okay. But I remember... It wasn't like two... Pints of whiskey or something. No, pints of whiskey. <laughs> I'm thinking volume-wise rather than like, barkeep, <laughs> your finest pint of Glenfiddich or whatever. I mean, you know, we've all been there. But, um, yeah, so I sort of remembered halfway through the second half pint. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah, I said I'd do this thing. Um, and then I didn't drink for the rest of the week, but I think it was mostly because I... It wasn't really much it was effort on my part. Yeah, I just wasn't out or in the mood for a so, drink. So you potentially but saved I, some? Um, yeah, I mean, I had a look at my, like, Monzo, and my outgoings were less than they would have been. Congratulations. You know, in and around the £25 mark. So, yeah, I'm going to say I did it. I did it, guys. I did it. Congrats. Despite, despite the two half pints the same day that we recorded. Yeah. Uh, so I was going to give up taking Ubers, because I figured in one journey I could save 
pretty much 25 quid. Yeah. So I, I really only had to give up one Uber ride. <laughs> um, I didn't do that. I spent <laughs> okay. £80 pounds on Ubers instead of well just not taking them. But Good it's, job. you know, I live in South West London. I have shit to be doing in South East London. And let me tell you, the transport links are atrocious, particularly <laughs> when there was a landslip towards Bexley Heath. I mean, it, it <laughs> ruined public transport and frankly just, you know, removed any option for me other than to get an Uber home um, four times. So <laughs> uh, it actually enough. wasn't fully £80, it was £78.11 since okay. we last met, uh, which is a total saving of... Um, minus £78.11 <laughs> so thank well, you very much well really well and, and I think um, you're very confident taking our money advice basically um, we will never ever be able to it's hard but the lesson is really weekend, hard to say last I cooked a delicious brunch from the Mob Kitchen book yes. that oh. you gifted me oh yes which I got well not quite for free but probably for that pound well, I appreciated that pound because I've already cooked two recipes from it and I made us an excellent brunch, which we would have spent probably 10 quid each on had we gone out. Yeah. And I fed three of us for... It looked a amazing. Few, a few pounds. Um, and now everyone I know is buying that book. And I, I like to think I'm responsible. Yeah, I so, think you're an influencer. Hashtag yeah. influencer. Ben Leavis, if you'd like to hire me at Mob Kitchen... But I mean, I'm considering that, that I'm the one who gifted it to you, I think that means that I'm now an. You're my agent, right? Yeah, I'm you your get twelve and a half percent of. I don't know why I'm like agreeing to this, but yeah, you can have twelve percent of everything I make. Maybe you just make me some sweet potato rossi. I I will also do that, um, and I also really like that. It's probably not called Numlau if it's on a rossi, but it looks like brother. <laughs> this meme some... keeps coming it's... up in our podcast. Rusty. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we're going to alienate so, people who don't know about that meme. <laughs> we really do need to share this, this meme with we the We do. World. We'll put it in the show notes. We actually will. I think, can I just say, the lesson from all of that is actually, like a serious lesson, mm-hmm. is don't try and go on complete bans of anything. Yeah. Because that was what didn't work for me. I probably went to prep more in the first few days. Where yeah, because it's like, like fuck me. Go. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, fuck me, old me. Yeah. Fuck you, old me. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Calm down. It's going to be okay. I have a lot of self-hatred <laughs> that I need to work through. It's not about thinking of things to cut out of your life, but rather things to bring into it, which could slowly start to replace the thing that you think you spend too yeah, much money so or I time on. buy a car. car. Yep. Um, <laughs> and with that small £10,000 investment, yep. plus driving lessons, plus road tax, plus insurance, petrol, plus insurance, yeah. uh, plus probably renewing my very expired driving license mm-hmm. because I never learned to drive. I will one day be saving on Ubers. Yep. Yeah. Probably. Good tip. And then you'll we'll probably just get, be getting lifts from you. Because... Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't get into a car with me, so maybe <laughs> don't do that, guys. <laughs> anyway, we digress. Yes. From Holidays. the case at hand. Holidays. Case. Suit. Case. Yeah. Suitcase. Moving on. <laughs> guys. Where was the last place you went to on holiday? Hmm. So I don't know if it counts. I went. Well, it does because we made a, a little weekend out of it. I went to Budapest for our friend's wedding. That one hundred percent counts. Yeah. It was out of the country. It was out of the country. It was quite far. And out it country. wasn't for work. It wasn't for work. Yeah, true. It did count. We were there for three days. Lovely. Um, it was lovely. Our friends got married there. 
and Budapest is very cheap, so it was a it cheap holiday. It that beer, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the beer was good, the wine was good, the food was good. We stayed in an Airbnb, which we booked quite far in advance, so that was really cheap. We flew with, like, Ryanair, I think, or EasyJet, or one of them. Oh, I flew Whiz Air when I went out to that park. I don't trust Whiz Air because they're called Whiz Air. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> it just, it doesn't sound like you're in a... It sounds like you're something out of the Beano or something. Yeah, um, Whiz Air, like, don't whiz me there, like, take your time, like, you know... <laughs> You know, safe. Take air. your time, air. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter if you're five minutes later, as long as you're still alive. If you couldn't tell from that, Becca doesn't love flying. I don't love it. It's not my favourite. But you did it. I did it. I did it. And okay, so you married. would say, kind of, to make the trip a bit more frugal, you chose Airbnb rather than a hotel. Yeah. Airbnb, I think, is a really good one, especially if you book very, very early before all the kind of good cheap ones go. So we were there for a few days, so we, we got like a full flat. But if you're really like stuck for money and um, you're not going to be there for very long, you could just get a room in an Airbnb, which is super cheap. Like we um, we went to Galway, we went to uni for New Year's and we don't know anyone who lives in Galway anymore, so we had nowhere to stay. So we got a room in an Airbnb just for one night and it was like... 40 quid or something which was so good yeah yeah whereas a full house would have been a lot a lot more how about you Alice I've just been to Luxembourg but I also I went to Belgium to get to Luxembourg because my boyfriend's been living in Belgium so I sort of went on holiday to Belgium but then together we went from there to Luxembourg because the trains all around that part of the world are really cheap so just got a two and a half hour train to Luxembourg got uh, an Ibis hotel. Oh, an Ibis. Yeah. I love an Ibis. How much was your train, do you know? The whole trip was 100 euros each. So that's two nights in a hotel and the train. Oh, that's my God. That's really good. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure where... I can't... I think the, the train was less. Yeah. But that's because... Yeah, two nights. So, yeah. And then just went to Luxembourg. We were really worried because Luxembourg is basically famous for being the home of... Lots of European Union institutions mm. and lots of banks because the tax environment's really good. So we thought Fun. like we thought this was going to be like boring Monaco basically. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like everywhere's really posh, all the restaurants are really expensive, and but... there's lots of bankers everywhere. And who wants that? Exactly. And I I have these new bright pink trainers which I'm currently modelling. Yeah, I'm enjoying them. I'm enjoying um, them. They're nice, but. I would normally just pick take one pair of shoes on a little trip like that, but I brought another pair with me because I was worried that all the restaurants would be posh and I wouldn't feel comfortable <laughs> going in with my bright pink trainers. Yeah. Um, but actually, it's not like that at all. It's a very chill place. There's lots of quite cheap food options if you want them. Would you recommend it as a holiday? I liked it a lot. I think you might need to do it with somewhere else because it's quite small. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's famously small, isn't it? Yeah. So, <laughs> but, but the good thing is it's surrounded by many other countries, yeah. so you can be based in... Belgium, France, Germany, uh, and just hop across the border, go to Luxembourg for a couple of days, have a look around. Don't wear pink trainers. Don't wear pink trainers. Solid. Um, Charlotte, what was your last holiday? I went to Edinburgh since we last saw each other to have a little staycation. That was my Christmas present from my boyfriend, so I didn't have to pay very much. We flew there. Oh, very nice. Um, because trains were going to cost us like 100 quid each or something, nice. probably more. And flights 
were I think ninety pounds return for both of us. Oh, that's great. So yeah, I think it's about forty-five pounds return, and it took an hour. So yeah, as opposed to four and a half. Yeah, I mean, what I would say is that we thought that we'd really make the most of it by getting up at four a.m. and getting the early flight out there, arriving yeah. in time for breakfast in Edinburgh, and then just spending a full day. And then it was sort of like we only had to take one day off work, but we were kind of cramming in as much as possible. Yeah. But we were so tired by three p.m. that we just had to check into our guest house and sleep so actually it probably wasn't worth us going early we could have just got like a a 9am flight got there at 10am and still had most of the day yeah so yeah we always do that too even when i go home like to see my family i always get an early flight just because i'm like oh i get a full day but then i go home and i'm like right i'm off to bed (laughs) bye everybody (laughs) Uh, and then uh before that i've been doing all the holidays recently i think it's because i had a bit of a dry spell in terms of holidays for like two years or whatever so i've just been going on all of them recently so a few weeks ago i went to center parks with my boyfriend and a couple of friends and i mean it was like the most sort of wholesome experience of my life it, it was the sort of place my parents always wanted to take us to but we couldn't afford to go because it's mentally expensive Is so it? well so it was an absolute bargain when we went because it was like 320 quid for the lodge for four night for monday to friday basically yeah so it was 80 quid each Whereas if we'd gone a couple of weeks later, it would have been a thousand pounds, I think. Basically, just because we avoided going in half terms, that meant that we didn't have loads of kids there. We didn't have to queue for anything. I mean, you have to pay for like activities when you're there, but you get to go on all the slides in the swimming pool for free. (laughs) What else would a load of 25, 26 year olds want to be doing on their holiday? (laughs) I love water slides, that sounds amazing. So, yeah, and it was great. And, you know, because you're in a lodge, you just feed yourself. So we all just cooked together and it was a lovely wholesome trip that didn't cost us very much money and only had to take a week off work that sounds great so yeah i thought we'd talk about the the kind of forgotten costs of holidays the hidden costs of holidays one thing that stings me at the moment is that if you're a freelancer you don't get paid holiday and so not only do you have to save up for the holiday, you have to save up to afford a week off work yeah. because you're not getting paid time off to go away. Oh, God. So that's always tricky and you always have to work out whether you can sort of... I mean, if you're working full-time as a freelancer, you can't really cram in extra days unless you work over your weekends or yeah. work every oh. morning and night or yeah. something Don't absurd. Sleep. So, yeah, that's an annoying one. How about... What what always gets you guys? What do you forget? Well, I go with Ryanair a lot and they just keep changing their policies. So pretty much every single time I fly, there's something new that you have to kind of account for. So now you can't, ba- you, but you can't bring a suitcase, basically. You have to pay to bring any kind of suitcase. Yeah, we, we paid for priority and then that gave us, was it, it was a handbag and it, a small yeah, bag. Yeah, basically get priority because um, it's cheaper than normal boarding. So we did that with Edinburgh, but we flew out of one London airport and into another one. So we flew out with EasyJet and in with Ryanair. Yeah. Or, or maybe the other way around. But it basically meant that we had a higher baggage allowance on the way out than we did coming home again. Yeah. Which was really annoying because it meant we couldn't buy anything while we were there because we had to technically come back with less than we'd left with. Exactly. But because we were going for Friday and Saturday night, we literally just took a rucksack each. Yeah. With a change of clothes and our neatly packaged under 100 mil <laughs> fluids and whatever <laughs> so yeah i think if you're 
if you're not traveling too far away if you're going for a couple of nights just yeah. take a rucksack stick everything in exactly yeah it's you're fine not, it's not worth the money another sort of forgotten thing i think if you're going away for sort of a long period of time is just like just food just you feel like you have to eat out all the time so like breakfast lunch and dinner for a week yeah is so much money so when me and my boyfriend go on a holiday we try and get an airbnb with sort of a good kitchen so that and and like a nice sort of seating area maybe outside um so that like we can maybe have breakfast in the house every day and then maybe get dinner out um so it's not like full-on yeah because also there's nothing nicer on holiday than sitting outside in the sunshine and eating like pastries basically supermarkets in other countries oh my love that's my favorite thing to show on holiday (laughs) it's just go and perv on all the packaging and be like oh our toothpaste doesn't look like that (laughs) yeah like pastries and like the fruit is so much fresher and it's so lovely and get rid of just a nicer experience isn't it yeah i always forget as well people are always like going out and buying miniature sort of shampoo and whatever and it's like just buy it when you're out there like other countries do sell shampoo (laughs) and soap and toothpaste and believe it or not whatever sun cream to buy tights in america oh that was a fun one how much were the tights? I don't remember, but they're the best tights I've ever had. Really? Well, amazing. We'll all be flying out to America then. Absolutely. Yeah, gonna go all the way there. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's hard to figure out where sells what. I always find pharmacies confusing in other countries. Um, oh my like, god! Stuff like how you can't get, you know, how you can just go to a supermarket here and just get like hay fever me- medication, paracetamol, yeah. just like in co-op. And other places don't do that. You have to go no. to a pharmacy and you must But they do to have pharmacist. pharmacies yes. everywhere yes. abroad. I swear, like, it's all you fucking see is pharmacies. There's little what, green grasses on that? every corner. Yeah. I don't know, they sick all the time. But sometimes they're really expensive, though. Or if you go into a pharmacy and try and buy, like, sun cream or whatever, they're like, no, no, no. Like, you must yeah. have medicated. Yeah. Yeah. But you can have Valium. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I spent 30 euros in a pharmacy in Milan because I got a really nasty mosquito bite so I went to get like mosquito cream but we were flying back that day so I got like antiseptic cream and also like a plaster to kind of you know keep it safe Mm-hmm. Keep, keep the blister keep the wound Stay confined um, yeah <laughs> and bug spray as well because I didn't want to get bitten yeah. the next day so I guess that was quite a lot but also like every single thing was really expensive and it because you couldn't get just like you know you could get a pack of plasters in a supermarket here because you couldn't get that there yeah. everything was just like had a huge markup on yeah. it yeah what about travel insurance because talking of getting sick on yes. holiday, mm-hmm. that's a thing that can happen. And other countries don't have the NHS. They and don't. when we leave the EU, we'll all be fucked. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I've um, never got it. I you know, have to fess up. I've never even thought about it. I don't really think things can go wrong, but of course they can. And um, did you find that shafted you a little when your airline went bust when you were on holiday? Ah. <laughs> you knew this would go up. <laughs> well, we got quite lucky. So basically... We flew to Dubrovnik a couple of years ago, and our flight back was with Monarch, who no longer exists, RIP. And we'd never really heard of Monarch, we'd never flown with them before, but we were like, it's the cheapest one, we'll go back with them. And then it, it was an early flight, so my boyfriend's alarm went off in the morning, and he turned it off and looked at his phone, and he went, oh shit! And he got a text saying, Monarch has gone into administration, all flights cancelled, please contact your airport for more information. And he was like, oh, it's, it must be a scam. It must be some kind of a hack. Like, this 
too much of a coincidence. And then he got a BBC notification, like with the news that Monarch had gone bust, and we were like, oh my god, what do we do? So I think the advice online was just go to the airport and ask, like see what happens. So we did, and we flew out at the same time, which was great. But it was like this weird government plane that the British government had put on, and it was like not branded. There was I mean, no... it sounds like something out of a film. It was, it was really weird. There was no, like there was no like trolley of snacks or anything. It was just like. <laughs> Just and I only it. fly for the peanuts, so yeah, it's well, been quite exactly. traumatic. <laughs> I wouldn't have minded a glass of wine today after all that stress, but no. Yeah, it was like a really big plane, like for like a transatlantic flight or something, and it was only like three hours. It was really odd. So yeah, we were lucky, we got home, but I don't know what would have happened if they couldn't have arranged that or something, mm. so I don't know, would travel insurance cover you for things I've like that? No idea. We, you could, we, should I, have, we should have invited Simon Calder or Martin Lewis or one of those yeah, money probably, guys on the podcast today. I think when you look to buy travel insurance, they kind of give you various degrees of kind of protection. So if you pay an extra three quid, they'll give you like an extra million pounds on your <laughs> health cover or ransom fees and yeah. things like that. So. You, you can also, if your flight's delayed by more than three hours, I just checked, oh. you can claim some compensation and I'm sure that would have... There's rules for cancelled flights as well. However, mm-hmm. that's an EU regulation. Oh, so uh, we'll see what happens with that one. When we never go on holiday yeah, again. Exactly. Going back to insurance, I always get my insurance with Tesco. Oh. Because um, you get Tesco club card points. But yeah, loads of people do it and it's really not expensive. I think I paid £20 for my American insurance and it's less than that to go to continental europe so yeah. you just pay as and when you go on a trip it's not something you yeah. have to pay yeah. no, you, time you just say, some like, people are covered under their house insurance as well oh yes something. so like yeah. you've got i mean i don't have house insurance <laughs> but when i got on holiday yeah i think i paid 18 quid for my last one and you almost forget about it it's just like yeah. one of those extra fees another one that you just f- forget about like paying to sit together on a plane or yeah. paying for the oxygen mask to be released <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Paying tough stairs when you get off the plane. <laughs> Not naming any names of any. Ryanair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm educated now. I will. We'd get recommend. I, just because I, I definitely know people who've got sick on holiday. Yeah. And, you know, have been put up in hotels until they're fully recovered and things like that. So. I, I broke my arm in France when I was 13 and had to go to hospital and have it in a cast and everything. So I assume. That ought to come out of my parents' travel insurance. Thank you, EU. You don't think health about insurance. Yeah, well, yeah, it's the European health insurance. Yet yes. another thing that we don't know whether will happen anymore. I think I will, because I've got an Irish passport. Oh, yeah, of course you will. <sighs> That's fine. We're fine. <laughs> We're fine. It's all fine. Everything's fine. Can we get married? Yeah. <laughs> definitely. I agree. <laughs> got in there first. Oh. I should charge people to marry me for my passport. <laughs> I think that Money might be a law against tip, that. Guys. <laughs> marry an Irish person. <laughs> okay, so on the subject of forgotten costs, mm-hmm. every airline seems to be different as to whether you have to pay to sit together, pay for priority boarding, blah, blah, mm. blah, pay to bring your handbag on or your child or whatever. <laughs> do you do you guys pay extra to sit together? Do you think it's worth it? Or have you ever chanced it and found that you've still managed to sit together? I'm terrified of flying, so I need to sit beside my boyfriend. <laughs> you need your support animal. <laughs> I do. Unless I'm fine by myself, in which case, you know, I'll deal with Wine. it. But if I'm with somebody, um, I'd much rather sit beside them. 
Um, so, so you'd yeah, always pay that extra. I also, even if just I'm, to mitigate the risk. Uh, to be honest, even if my if I'm on my own, I pay to sit at the front of the plane and in an aisle seat, just because it is less turbulent and shaky up at the front. Well, that is good to know. According to, I don't know what I read online. <laughs> so mm. yeah, how about you? I like an aisle seat. Um, I don't remember having to choose that on any recent holidays. Probably fly with more sophisticated airlines. I, 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 yeah. we, we do tend to go for BA package deals, oh. which you can get some fairly good deals on, um, and they're just slightly easier airports to get to. Like, oh my god, I love flying from London, London City Airport. I've oh, only I've done it done once. Oh, it's so good. There's no children there. <laughs> it's all business. People, it's a business it? business flights for business people. Half Thank an you. hour from our front door on the DLR. Amazing. No rushing. There was a prep there. <laughs> Obviously, I was happy. But this was one of the best preps ever because they had a challenge where um, it was Thanksgiving. So they were like, if you can name to us a state that no one who's visited this prep today has said already, then we'll give you a free coffee. Oh, that's great. And I said, Arkansas. And I got you a free said coffee. You said what? Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. Alabama, Arkansas. Oh my God, how do you spell that? Arkansas. Arkansas. Oh, Arkansas! Yeah, America, explain! Oh, for goodness sake. One. Okay, sorry, I do know that one. I just didn't know it wasn't said like Arkansas. <laughs> now it all makes That's sense. That's Arkansas. It's actually Arkansas. like a Yorkshire state. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but every day is a school day. Yes. Also, Eurostar don't charge you to change seats to literally anywhere you want in the entire train, so you can okay, wonderful. do oh, that brilliant. whenever you want, like right up until and the day. And you don't have to take a plane. Yeah. yeah. I love Eurostar. Winner. Love Yeah. Um. What I would say on the note of BA, I discovered recently, uh, not from personal experience, but um, if you want to cancel your flight on medical grounds and get a refund, you can only do so if your condition is terminal. In which uh, case, you should just go on holiday for yeah. God's case, sake. Fucking give yourself a holiday. Like, <laughs> you go for it. it. Um, just do it. Yeah. I don't know if they're trying to discourage trips to Dignitas, so they're like, look, hun, we'll give you your money back or something. But, like, yeah, so if you fall over and break both legs the day before you're due to fly, not terminal, sorry, unless you get gangrene. So... Scandalous, really. Yeah, it's pretty appalling. Mm. Worth bearing in mind, anyway. Um, Have you guys got any more thrifty tips? I do, just in case you don't. Go, go <laughs> Why don't you it. go first? Okay, I'll go first. I'll go first. Yeah, I'll go first. Something I would always recommend that I never do, but I know would be a wise option, is at the end of summer, when they have the sale on, in about September, October time, go and buy all the like, bikinis and mm-hmm. kaftans yeah. and beachwear. Sarongs. Sarongs. Big wicker bag. All of those wicker things. <laughs> When they're wicker super boots, <laughs> I like a wicker boot. I have to say, <laughs> wicker knickers. <laughs> I'm clenching right now at the thought, at the very thought. Can we rename this entire podcast Wicker, wicker Knickers? <laughs> I'm sweet. gonna veto that one now. Uh, but yeah, what I would say is go and get all that stuff at the end of summer when you don't even want to. You just want to be buying jumpers, and jumpers yeah. are really expensive. Or if you're going to go on a winter holiday. Go and buy jumpers when they're all in sale and you want to be buying, like, crop tops and shorts or whatever. That's a great idea. And then just stick them in a box under your bed until holiday. As your your holiday 
storage or whatever. Mm. I was going to say stock up on sun cream, but it's usually reduced because it's going out of date. Also, you and can't you shouldn't... bring it on the plane, really, can you? If, well, you if, can, if you put it in your uh, suitcase, if you have hold luggage. Oh, if you've got, if you've got hold, yeah, that's true. You can. That's true. But if you can go without hold luggage, that's that's another good tip. Yeah, yeah. we always like I never pay for hold luggage. Yeah. I just cram everything I can. I'll wear six pairs of knickers if I have oh, to. Oh, literally, yeah. yeah. You know, everything. Wear a coat in July. <laughs> I once thought this is kind of a money saving tip. So when I was like fifteen and just obsessed with like fashion magazines and stuff like that, I was I think I read a fashion article in the Guardian that was like how to pack the perfect hand luggage, and it was assuming that you had checked in hold luggage. But also, like, if your suitcase were to get lost, what would you need in your hand luggage? And I've just been obsessed with this ever since, so I often, like, still model it like this. <laughs> so put your swimming costume in your hand luggage, because if you get to this place, lose your luggage, one of the first things you're going to need is a fresh bra and pants. But, like... Two in one! Two in one! Oh, just do it with your swimming costume, and then you've got it for swimming as well. Oh, that's great. Um, And then... Because obviously if you lose your luggage, even if you're going to get compensation, you're probably going to have to spend loads of money buying all the stuff. Yeah, or if they say, oh, it won't arrive for another four days or whatever. So you're going to have to get some pants, basically. Um, But that could hold you over for a while. That's a good hack. Yeah, and then there was all this other stuff about being a sophisticated flyer, which I still aspire to be. (laughs) But my friend did that recently. She has just moved out to China for half a year. Hello, if you're listening. Probably not listening. Uh, but because she had to catch a connecting flight and she missed the connecting flight by three minutes or whatever, that meant that her bag was on one plane and she was on a different one and they got separated and she had to spend the first three days without luggage. But she had packed all her underwear and leggings and a couple of tops in her Amazing. hand luggage. So she was completely wow. fine. So, yeah. Gal. I'm with you on that one, Alice. Definitely. I would, I would definitely be the other way around. I'd like have on me. I'd just have like books and <laughs> like bottles of water and I don't know, really random stuff. And then but all my important things would be in my suitcase. When you guys go away, do you always also massively overpack on underwear? Because I will. Yes. If I'm going away for yes. a week, I'll pack like twelve pairs. And I saw this <laughs> meme about case. it, and it was like just in case I piss myself every, every day. day. <laughs> Think's going to happen. I'm always like, what if I were to fall over in a puddle and <laughs> and my clothes were to be ruined? Goodness me. <laughs> I think I may be thinking if you're if it's a summer holiday, maybe it'd be really nice if after a sweaty day you're mm-hmm. gonna go out for dinner in the evening, come home, change change to a fresh pair of knickers. You're right. And also after a day on the beach, you know, when you've yeah, been like taking off and wicked knickers. And you're wicked knickers. <laughs> Go commando. Can we yeah. call this episode we're going to do? <laughs> I'll make a note. Thank you. <laughs> I have a tip actually. Jack's Flight Club is a really good, I don't know what you call it, it's not a website, it's a guy called Jack. Um, it's a club. It's an online club. It's a club. It's an online club. And they basically, if you sign up, uh, they send emails with really, really good flight deals. So it's usually things like air affairs or sales that they found, like they really dig deep to find them because they're not things you'd find on like Google Flights or Skyscanner or whatever. Often the deals only last a few hours because they're air affairs or whatever. But if you get the email and you have a bit of money there, you can just book a flight if you're planning to, you know, if you're thinking of going on holiday anyway. They do they do a free version, but they also do a paid one, the premium one, and it's like twelve pounds for three months, which is quite good considering yeah. you could save 
hundreds of pounds on flights. And they do they do like little weekend trips around Europe and they also do like big savings on long haul ones to like Southeast Asia and South America and New York and places like that. And I haven't actually booked anything yet, but I get the emails all the time and I'm like, wow, that's really good. That's a great tip and, and there are also sort of sites where you can book surprise holidays and they'll oh. be cheap because it's usually somewhere that they can sort out a package for you because there's cancellations or whatever and they'll just send you somewhere random and you won't know until you get to the airport. Yeah. And I think that's pretty cool. That's really good. That's such a nice like little like present idea yeah. for your significant other or something like we're going on a surprise holiday. So definitely worth it. Another tip I would say is like pack a lunch, like a picnic lunch if you're going on a an excursion on one of your holiday days. I think that's really good. To yeah. to... I never enjoy lunch out at restaurants when I'm on holiday that much. Yeah, it's I mean... almost like it's such a hassle to find a good place and you spend so much effort and then it's quite expensive or yeah. it's not very good. You don't want a dinner because you don't want to ruin your dinner. Yeah. So like you just get a sandwich and it's yeah. a bit underwhelming. So like either it? pack lunch or just we went to the equivalent of Pret in Belgium a lot, which is um. called X-Key. X-Key. X ki it's got a little carrot in the logo and it's like loads of really nice fresh salads and hot like pasta dishes and stuff like that Um, and it's like a bit more expensive than your normal takeaway but way cheaper than if you actually went and sat at a restaurant as well yeah yeah definitely skimp on lunch go mad go mad on dinner (laughs) well guys before we jet off (laughs) to Wherever it is we decide to go. Edinburgh. We can probably manage that this evening. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Be there by 11. And go straight to bed, like we did. Yeah. Uh, uh, Airbnb or hotel, you've, you've both given me different options of where you stayed on your last holiday. Yeah. Do you have a hard and fast? Are you always an Airbnb kind I'm of always, We would always look at Airbnb first. Um, it's just cheaper, mm-hmm. and often you would get a whole house to yourself for a lot cheaper than you would get a hotel room so and then yeah, you can cook for yourself that. and realistically yeah. like we stayed in a guest house in edinburgh and it was well a b&b basically yeah breakfast was included but you're still going out for food or whatever you just yeah. don't have the option of cooking for yourself so yeah, somewhere nice like we went um to sicily last year for our summer holiday and it had like a roof terrace outside and like the best part of the, well, one of the best parts was like breakfast every morning just going to sit on this little roof terrace with our coffee and yeah. really really nice my friend and i stayed in an airbnb a couple of months ago and one tip i would say because it was a beautiful flat but we kind of looked at the pictures and we could sort of see windows but it turns out that the flat didn't have any functional windows in it so it was all artificially <laughs> lit uh, at a time when there was about oh five hours of daylight anyway. And there was also four minutes worth of hot water every morning. Oh. So I went in and I came out the shower in four minutes being like, I've just had the quickest shower of my life. Get in there, love. There's going to be loads of hot water. And there was literally none. And it took so, so many hours oh no. to get another four minutes worth of hot water. Yeah, I mean, read the reviews. Kind of, so definitely read all the reviews. Cause that kind of thing will probably come up if someone's had a bad experience with it before. We then read the reviews and everyone was like, lovely flat, no windows or water. <laughs> <laughs> the two big W's. <laughs> Alice. I think kind of because of that, we do tend to go more hotels, go for the budget. So Ibis, London mm. Premier Inn, if you're doing a staycation. A Novotel. Alice just loves her business trips, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, but, you know, well, they're great. Um, <laughs> but we 
that was also just kind of because my boyfriend wasn't that keen on the idea whereas I grew up me and my parents would go to loads of holiday apartments um and I quite liked doing that and then when we went to Paris last year, um, we borrowed his friend's flat. So even cheaper than an Airbnb because it was for free. Just, yeah. Okay. Um, we left him like a bottle of wine, but you know. Yeah. Super cheap holiday. But he actually really liked being able to stay in in the evening, just have some wine and make some dinner rather than feeling that pressure to like yeah. go out every night. So I think we're hoping to go on a big trip to New York next year. Ooh. So and and he said that we can do Airbnb for that. So I am excited. Send me your New York Airbnb recommendations. Join Jack's Fight Club because they always yes. have New York. Yes. Do it. Oh, do well, it. Well, I want to go to New York, so I'll do that too. Do it. Great. Let's all yeah. go. <laughs> Road trip. <laughs> we could do a recording from New York. Okay, guys. So we've shared loads of travel-related thrifty tips. I've got a couple from one of our favourite print publications, which shall not be named, <laughs> to share with you this week. These aren't holiday related, but, you know, they're going to save on homeware and they're just some great life hacks and I think you'll really appreciate them. Great. Okay. I mean, this one's kind of travel related if you're travelling with young children, which some of our listeners might be. How do you do it, guys? How do you do it? Of our four listeners, one of them statistically might have children. <laughs> so this is from Vicky in Cramlington. This is actually the magazine's top tip. Wow. Oh, wow. It's called Brush Conductor. (laughs) Name my band. In my job (laughs) as a childminder, I often look after children who want to be rocked to sleep. I mean, I kind of, by very nature of being a (laughs) childminder, I hope she looks after them, frankly. I often neglect children in my job as a childminder. Anyway. In my job as a childminder, I often look after children who want to be rocked to sleep. I found an old electric toothbrush, don't we, do you often, (laughs) and attached it to the underside of a pushchair backrest by sliding it behind and under the frame. I mean, I feel like this needs a diagram, anyway. Hmm. Then I switched it on. The vibrations and white noise send babies straight to sleep, and all I need to do is make sure it's fully charged. Okay, Vicky, fair fucks, but what I would say... (laughs) is you can get like white noise sound effects on your phone and you could just take them for a walk and then that will also make the buggy vibrate because it will be moving and you won't be sticking a toothbrush to it. And also, let me fucking tell you, my electric toothbrush has gone off in my bag before and it's very embarrassing to try and turn off on a train because everyone thinks you've got a vibrator yes, in there. Exactly. That was my first thought. And if you have a vibrator in a pushchair, I mean... Yeah. It's definitely going to be in public. Yeah. So I don't like the sound of this one. Thank you, Vicky. So. I mean, so if you are travelling with young children and have a spare electric toothbrush, um, as lots of us do, because sixty pounds on a fucking toothbrush, we're likely to have a couple of spares. Yeah, that's just one you might want to consider. But I will not be, even if I have children. So the next one is a homeware tip. I know we've already done our homeware special, but. You can never have enough tips for making your flat look beautiful. And then you won't want to go on holiday. See, I've I've looped it all back in. You'll never (laughs) want to leave. Okay, great. This is from Natalie in Guernsey. Hi, Natalie. Hi, Natalie. So it's called Varnishing Point. I see what you did. Point. I see what you did. So Natalie had a drawer full of old nail varnishes which had gone gone lumpy and were past their best. Instead of throwing them away, I decided to use them to decorate some pine cones I found in the park. I painted them and added essential oils to turn them into homemade, okay, how do we say this? Potpourri? Yeah. Potpourri. 
and now i have a beautiful centered decoration for my lounge. who the hell uses potpourri in two thousand and nineteen? well let me fucking tell you, natalie from guernsey. she certainly does. does. Be, maybe i only just hit guernsey. So no, I, <laughs> I have some questions. adding essential oils to something that smells incredibly strongly because it's a volatile substance just sounds like it's it's kind of a migraine in a bowl, really, isn't it? Mm. Like, that's not going to make your home smell nice. It's going to just make it quite flammable. I mean, pine yeah. cones themselves are already quite flammable. So adding a volatile substance and then leaving them And nail varnish. And nail varnish. Yeah, oh, no, that's what I meant. Right. That's, oh, yeah. Right. That's the... Fl- I mean, essential oils, There's they're just going to mingle. smells going on here. Yeah, yeah um, you've got, like, dank earth from the park. <laughs> Nail varnish and essential oil. And they also look a bit rank. Mm. Um, I mean, when you were describing it, it actually doesn't look too mad when I'm looking at the picture of it. It looks okay. But when you were just describing it, I was just, all I could think of was uh, the fruit friends that Miranda Hart makes in her Golden the grapefruit. I thought that the next step was going to be I painted some pine cones (laughs) and then put eyes on them. And then I speak to them. But also, how high are you going to get from, like, using an entire bottle of nail varnish and probably five bottles, looking at how many she's done? Maybe that's why she thinks it's so great. It's written in. She's so happy. Well, it wasn't the star tip, so think about what you will. So we will be leaving our flats to get away from the noxious fumes. Yeah. Maybe that's... (laughs) New York, anyone? Yes, please. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for more great money-saving content. Bye.